So everybody can see the beautifully written Sanskrit shloka on the board. See how much devotion is in the writing of the board of the shloka. for your beautiful camera. Um, today's special day, of course, everybody knows it's Nishinu Day's appearance day, Nishinu Chabukasi. And Balaram and a few of the boys have got a soccer match right after class. So I asked him what time so I can get some, he said just after class. <laughs> so that could be 10 o'clock, after class could be 11 o'clock. He might miss his soccer class, but um, I hope not. Yes, the other day when we had a kirtan here in the evening, Balaram was here, and um, I think I always pick on Balaram. Balaram was here, and he had a T-shirt on, and on the T-shirt it said, um, "I have a hero, and I call him Dad." <laughs> and then I thought, "Well, that's a, that's a nice T-shirt," and then I asked mother about the t-shirt and she sent me a photo of Balaram and his father and we were on the book and he's got a t-shirt I have a hero and I call him son <laughs> so they're both got heroes and we all have heroes we need heroes mom and dad are good heroes heroines but um, today I want to talk about the um the hero's journey of already <laughs> the hero journey the hero's journey of Prahlad Maharaj. Because this Srimad Bhagavatam um, in the Srimad Bhagavatam there's something like three thousand personalities, human and celestial beings that are mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam. And um, of them, Sri Pallad is very, very important. So Pallad's journey is very important, and it starts in the womb, as we know. It's a very unusual hero's journey, you can say, which starts in the womb of his mother, Kayadu. And of the 30 or so incarnations in Srimad Bhagavatam, Lord Nishriyadev is very important. It said that three of, the, three of all the incarnations of Krishna are their Sadguna um, Purna, their full avatars. That is Lord Krishna, Lord Ramchandra, and Shivadev. He's a very important personality and he appears every, every Kalpa. He's also known as the Kalpa avatar. So the Shiva comes and that means giant Vijaya come and they do the cursing and they come and Prahlad Maharaj comes and Kayadu comes and Hiranyakashipu comes every time the Shiva comes. But there's, there's some variety, some variation in his coming in different cultures. And the um, particular appearance of the Shiva that we are most familiar with, most of us, is given to us from Srimad Bhagavatam. And the Bhagavatam for Gaudiya Vaishnavas is our 
authority. It's it's the Bible, it's the one go-to pramana. We can be sure we get it from Srimad Bhagavatam that this is this is the gold standard of of evidence, the gold standard of 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 all scriptures. Salvedanta Sarami Srimad Bhagavatam Vishuddhi. And it said that those who hear Srimad Bhagavatam every day, Shraddhaya, Srivata Shraddhaya Nityam, Rinatas Chasvachesvitam, Kalina Natidirgyena, Bhagavan Vishuddhi Didi. Very quickly, Krishna will appear in the heart, Vishuddhi um, in the, in the heart of the devotee who hears, Kalina Natidirgyena, within a very, very short time. By hearing attentively and with great um, faith, faith and attention, Shraddhaya Nityam, every day, Srimad Bhagavatam. That's a verse from the second canto of Bhagavatam. And the next verse says that when we hear, when we hear the pastimes of Krishna, these incarnations and the devotees, that, that the pastimes enter into the heart of the devotee. Um, they go through the ear, and Prabhupada translates it that they sit in the heart. They sit on the lotus flower of the devotee's relationship, Krishna. The hearing, the katha of Krishna, Krishna katha, Srimad Bhagavatam. And it cleanses the heart of all the dust and the misgivings, the lust, the anger, the, the lamentation, are cleansed. And the, the analogy is given in that verse that it's just like like the autumnal rains cleanse the muddy waters. So the hearing of Srimad Bhagavatam, the narration of the pastimes and activities of the Lord in His various incarnations and the devotees journeys in their life, their hero's journeys, they cleanse the heart of the devotees. And so we relish to hear those pastimes. And the last thing to, that I want to say in, in terms of an introduction and, and glorification of Srimad Bhagavatam is that it's from the Chaitanya Charitamrita and it says that Srimad Bhagavatam is exactly like Krishna. It's, um, Tulia Krishna Bhagavatam. The they're exactly the same. Krishna and Bhagavatam are the same. Krishna, Bhagavatam is a manifestation of Krishna in words and in syllables. Prati shloke, prati akshari. In every shloka, in every syllable in Bhagavatam, we can derive many different types of um, meaning to inspire the devotees. So many different aspects to hearing just Srimad Bhagavatam. And therefore the devotees feel comfortable with just hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. We don't have to We don't have to switch it. We don't have to go to any other literature but Srimad Bhagavatam. So today we're going to enter into the, the unlimited storehouse of 
knowledge, wisdom, and nectar in the pastime of Lord Nishimidev, and of course, Prahlad Maharaj is most important in this pastime. So we're going to hear um, follow Prahlad Maharaj in his journey. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya starts a journey there. He goes into a special world, and in that special world, 
his developing all his realization in Zenidityasana was internalizing this um, understanding. <coughs> and then back through into the third section or the third act, it's um, a place where he goes back to home. Sounds familiar? Back to home, back to the other world. So actually back into the ordinary world, but with a mission and with knowledge. He goes back into that world as a transformed person. In any good narrative, there must be transformation. And so the hero's journey is about transformation. And we see that as particularly very obvious. I mean, the, the stages are very obvious in Ramayana, for example, and many of the stories and narratives in the Mahabharata. Maybe it can't be so easily applied um, in the Christian book. It can be, but we, we, it's very... Sometimes we hesitate to use these mundane, so-called mundane schemas. But I thought it would help us to guide it, to give some direction and, and um, structure to today's class, the hero's journey. So this is a verse for today. We're starting with Pallad Maharaj's, you know, school is always an adventure. Gurukul is an adventure. Any school is an adventure. We go there and it's a call to an adventure, to meet your friends. You know, why do you go to school? You go to meet friends. Not many people go to school to learn lessons or anything. What did you learn today at school? You ask some people, what did you learn today at school? Nothing. <laughs> Why did you go to school? I went to school to play with my friends. So, it's a call to adventure. Of course, Prahlad is different. So let's recite this verse together as normal Bhagavatam. Tasmat Sarveshu Bhurteshu Soridam, Havam Asudam Mucha, Yayatushya Tedokshaja, Yayatushya Tedokshaja, Kuruta Soridam, Asuram Unmucha, Yayatushyat Yadokshajaha, Therefore, my dear, my dear young friends, born of demons, please act in such a way that the Supreme Lord, 
who is beyond the conception of material knowledge, will be satisfied. Give up your demoniac nature and act without enmity and duality. Show mercy to all living entities by enlightening them in devotional service, thus becoming their well-wishers. <coughs> the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita 1855, One can understand the Supreme Personality as he is only by devotional service. Prahlad Maharaj ultimately instructed his class friends, the sons of the demons, to accept the process of devotional service by preaching the science of Krishna consciousness to everyone. Preaching is the best service to the Lord. The Lord will immediately be extremely satisfied with one who engages in this service of preaching Krishna consciousness. This is confirmed by the Lord himself in Bhagavad Gita 1869. There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he, nor will there ever be one more dear. If one sincerely tries his best to spread Krishna consciousness by preaching the glories of the Lord and his supremacy, even if he is imperfectly educated, he becomes the dearmost servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is bhakti. As one performs this service for humanity, without discrimination between friends and enemies, the Lord becomes satisfied, and the mission of one's life is fulfilled. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore advised everyone, listen to the advice of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore advised everyone to become a guru devotee and preach Krishna Consciousness. That is the easiest way to realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By such preaching, the preacher becomes satisfied, and those to whom he preaches are also satisfied. This is the process of bringing peace and tranquility to the entire world. One who is expected to understand this, one is expected to understand these three formulas of knowledge concerning the Supreme Lord. That he is the Supreme Enjoyer, that he is the proprietor of everything, and that he is the best well-wisher and friend of everyone. A preacher should personally understand these truths and preach them to everyone. Then there will be peace and tranquility all over the world. The word solidam, friendliness, is very significant in this verse. People are generally ignorant of Krishna consciousness, and therefore to become their best well-wisher, one should teach them about Krishna consciousness without discrimination. Since the Supreme Lord Vishnu is situated in the core of everyone's heart, everybody is a temple of Vishnu. One should not misuse this understanding as an excuse for such words as the Ridra Narayana. If Narayana lives in the house of a Dharidra, a poor man, this does not mean that Narayana becomes poor. He lives everywhere, in the houses of the poor and those of the rich. 
but in all circumstances he remains that I am. To think that he becomes either poor or rich is a material calculation. He is always shadash vadiya full in six opulences in all circumstances. Consciousness is when we get this knowledge of Krishna consciousness, 
we we are called by Krishna, by the acharyas, by by the process to take it back to the world and to give it back. That is our, um, our the gift that we have to give back. And as we give back to the to the world in our journey back, then we become more enlivened. We become more convinced. We become more Krishna conscious by giving. So we receive and we give Krishna Consciousness. That is where we, we start um, our journey. And by the way, this chapter is, is the section that, should, that, that incites Nishingadeva's appearance. Because even though it's not the, next, the chapter next to the appearance of Lord Nishingadeva, it's only chapter 6 still, but it's Prahlad's instructions to his demoniac schoolmates are what Sandra and Amaka, they could not tolerate. Because they, they had convinced Hirani Kashipu, who, is, who tried to kill Prahlad in so many ways, that just wait till Shukracharya gets back. Shukracharya is out at the moment. Wait till he gets back. When he gets back, he'll straighten out Prahlad. He'll fix him up. And we're here, you know, we're teachers, we're expert teachers. We can, we can also fix him up. But then when Prahlad's preaching became so effective in the Gurukula, um, and the Shandaramaka saw that all the boys were becoming very enthusiastic in Krishna consciousness, they gave up hope. And they went to Ramakashipu and said, it's, it's all over, we, we can't control this boy anymore. It's happened, everybody became Krishna conscious. So you have to do something with him. And then he starts to abuse him. But that's not when he throws him off his lap. I'll get to that point. That's in the, still in the second act of the hero's journey where he throws him down and the Shingadev appears. But I wanted to start there with the preaching and Prabhupada's focus on, and Prahlad Maharaj's focus on mercy and be, becoming a real friend of the living entities. And Prabhupada says many beautiful things in this purport. One of them is that that every living entity is, is a temple. Everybody is a temple of Vishnu. And therefore we respect every living entity. Because when we offer obeisances to the, to, the, to the devotees or to the living entities, we're acknowledging that Krishna is in the heart of the living entities. It's a very important thing to remember. And therefore we'll, we'll, be more, we'll tread more cautiously when we deal with people particularly devotees, that they're a walking temple. And um, I think we'll just move on to um, the next section. Skipping a few chapters here, and we're going to go from chapter 6 to chapter 9, and this is um, prayers that pacify Lord Nishingadev. You know that when Lord Nishingadev appeared, Many devotees, many demigods, many personalities offer prayers. Lord Indra offered prayers, Lord Ramal offered prayers, Shiva offered prayers, Gandhavas offered prayers, Rishis offered prayers, Gandhava, everybody offered prayers. Sages and so many personalities from Satyaloka, Tapaloka, Janaloka offered their prayers to Lord Nishimidev. But he didn't seem to become appeased. He was still very angry. And he was still like shaking and trembling, and still 
nobody could work out how to appease the Lord and to um, bring about peace in the um, palace of Irani Kashyapu, who was on the, still on the lap of, of the Shemitah. So then, what happens is the great boon that Pallad Maharaj receives is that he receives Lord Nishimadev's hand on his head. It's a very beautiful pastime visual image for us. And there's a beautiful BBT painting of this, of Lord Nishimadev with a very beautiful smiling face, Hasya Nishimadev. He's got a beautiful smile on his face and he's got his hand on Lord Pallad Maharaj's head. Sometimes, some of you may have been to Ahobalam, which is a, a, a wonderful pilgrimage site place for Lord Nishingadev, and it's, it's run um, by the Sri Vaishnavas, wonderful Sampradaya Sri Vaishnavas. And there, there are set nine main temples, and you climb hills and mountains and go through rugged terrain to go to these temples. And there's a Ugras Tamba there, you can climb up a, a a, a, um, a mountain cliff that is a vertical cliff. It's a stumble, they say, that Lord Nishimadev appeared, burst out of, to um, appear to protect his dear devotee Prahlad. So, there in some of those temples, Lord Nishimadev has a different appearance in every temple. Sometimes he's laughing and smiling, sometimes it's Hasti Nishimadev. Sometimes he's in a very ferocious mood. He's in his Ugra mood. Ugra Nishinya. Ugram Vidyam Mahavishnu. Jvarantam Sarvatam Vikam. Nishinya, you know it? Say it. Fear to death, death personified, Lord Nishimadev. This is the verse that's chanted by all, all Vaishnavas, Guguram Vira Mahavishnu. Lord Chaitanya recited this verse. Lord Chaitanya was very, very, he recited many verses about Lord Nishimadev. Even Lord Ramchandra, this beautiful spukti that Lord Ramchandra composed, the glorification of Lord Ramchandra, that the glorification of Lord Nishimadev, Lord Ramchandra. And we know that Nishingadeva is the Ishtadeva of the of Lord Krishna, of Krishna's family. Lord Nishingadeva is their, their deity. So Nishingadeva holds a very, very special place in the in the worship and the heart of the of the followers of Lord Krishna, because he's the deity of, of Krishna's family. And Ramchandra glorified him and Lord Lord Chaitanya glorified Lord Nishingadeva. When Lord Chaitanya went for his darshan in Jagannath Puri, of Lord Jagannath, every day he would climb all the all the steps up to, to Lord Jagannath for darshan, and his Nishingadev deity there. And he would sing a very famous, he would recite a very famous verse there Namaste, Narasimhaya, Praladhala, Hiranyakashipu, Shila Tanka. He would sing it every day. So we get that from Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he told Chanel. Same every day. These two verses he would recite. 
at the Jagannath Temple, and it said every 12 or so years, sometimes longer, in Jagannath Puri, Lord Jagannath, the, the deity is changed over. They've changed the deity in a very special festival, special arrangement that they make. And for part of that, the ceremony is the recitation of Nishinya Mantra, of a, of a Gayatri Mantra called Nishinya and they chant it 20,000 times, this mantra, for Lord Nishinya too. They say that Lord Jagannath, some of the Pujarians are saying that Lord Jagannath was Nishinya in the previous Kalpa. Lord Jagannath, same personality, but in a different Kalpa. So he's got a very strong connection in Jagannath Puri, also. So, Nishingadev is, is everywhere, you can say. So, um, back to our point of, Pallad Maharaj gets the mercy. And when he gets the mercy, that's the ultimate boon that we receive in the hero's journey. The hero gets a boon. He goes through some, some great transformation. And there's tests and, and trials and tribulations, and we know Pallad Maharaj went through them all. He went under the feet of elephants. What else did Pallad have to experience? Yes? He was pushed off a mountain. Yes? He was locked in a room with snakes. He was locked in a room with snakes. He was put into hot oil. Yes, Krishna. He was thrown into a stampede, that's a great word for a little kid, isn't it? A stampede of wild elephants. Yes? He was put into fire. Fire of ordeal. The ordeal of fire. He was given poison. He was given a poison cake. He was? Trident. He was attacked by the tridents, chop him up, pierce him. You know the dramas that we do. Maybe tonight I put a little plug in for the drama now, midway and at the end also. It's a special kids drama tonight and teens. And any adult that's game to get through, sneaking, can try that if they're not supposed to. Um, but I've already told a few people that I might be getting in the back door. There's a special storytelling session tonight of Lord Day at 5 o'clock, 5 to 6 in the, in the theatre, and um, come prepared. Chant your Nishinya mantras because you're going to need some protection. Alright? That's all I can say for now. Let's get ready. Recite the Nishinya Kavatra today during the day, and you'll be prepared. You'll be prepared. So, Pallad, he went through trials, he went through his tribulations, and he he received the boon of Lord Shingadev's hand, Karaprasada, on his head, Padma Karaprasada. And because of that, Lord Brahma is saying, look, we all recited these mantras, we all recited these prayers, nothing happened. Lord Shingadev is still screaming, he's still very angry, we can't pacify him, you have to go there, only you can do this. So they pushed Pallad in front of him, Pallad was not scared at all. In the um, tenth canto, a crew prays to offers many prayers. You know, a crew's prayers in the tenth canto. In the uh, tenth canto, and he says, um, a prayer to Lord Nishiya and to Varmadev. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. 
He says he offers his obeisances to this wonderful form of Lord Shingadev, Sadhuloka Bayakaha. He takes away the fear of all the devotees. Sadhuloka Bayakaha. This maybe you can recite that prayer today. Namaste Buddha Simhaya, Sadhuloka Bayakaha. See if we can remember that. Namaste. 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 Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Sadhu Loka. Sadhu Loka. Vayapaha. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Sadhu Loka that's your ticket into the hall tonight. <laughs> you don't have to pay it. You just have one, one month and I'll get you in the hall. Thank you. No problem. Just say that. Namaste Buddha So, Pallad is fearless. He has no fear. He's got Lord Vishnu's special mercy. And now, because of that, he has this special knowledge to take back to the other world. He's back into the threshold. And that... Part of that knowledge that he takes back is the attitude of the devotee. He wants to demonstrate. He's a hero, so he's demonstrating qualities, characteristics, values of a devotee. And particularly he understands that it's only by Krishna's mercy that he was successful, that he was protected, not by his own endeavors. So in this verse, many of you may be familiar with this verse. It's a very... Often quoted verse in terms of Lord Nishingadev, Lord Maharaj's prayer, prayers to pacify Nishingadev. Balasya Nehasha Ramampitaro Nasingha. It finishes after Natasya Chakramudang Bhantimajito no Tatasya Tapati Vidhi Yahi Anjishdas. Then it says Tavati Gotanu Britam Prabhupekshitanam. Parupekshitana means one who is neglected by Krishna. One who is ne- neglected by the Lord He can't be successful. Parents can't protect the son or the daughter. That's in the first line. Balasineha sharanam pitaro. Even without Lord Nishimide's acceptance, without Nishimide's um, guidance and protection, nothing will be successful. Nor can medicine or a physician cure a diseased person without Krishna's mercy. In Ayurveda, there is a, um, a mantra that they say that when you take the Oshadi, then you should Vishnu Chintayet. You should remember Lord Vishnu. Oshadham Chintayet Vishnu. Then you've got a chance of being successful with your medication. We, we went to a, an Ayurvedic doctor in Malaysia and um, he was giving the medications what you should take and when you should take the medication. And I said to him, he's in a very nice clinic, and he had Bhagavatam in his clinic. Full Bhagavatam set. And uh, we stayed there for five weeks and read the seventh canto while we were there. And um, he, he said, I said to him, what about, because you know you have to take food with this and you have to take it this particular time day. I said, what about on fast days? What about on the Kaikashi? What about on the appearance of Lord Nishingadev, on the appearance of Krishna and Janmastami? 
should we um, eat the food and should we eat and take the medicine? And he said, on those days, on the appearance day of the Lord, and on the Kodesh day, the, the fasting and the following the, the proper procedure will give you hundreds of times more benefit than the medicine. He's very strict Ayurvedic doctor that he said that the, the medicine go the, the process of Madhavatiti Bhakti Janam. Bhakti Thakur says that following the Madhavatiti, and Prabhupada translates that as a Karashi and Jamastami and the fast days, not just the Karashi. Madhavatiti Bhakti Janami. It's the mother of devotion when we follow these particular days. So medicine and physician can't cure patient unless we have Krishna's hand in there. And a boat on the ocean can't rescue a stranded person in the ocean unless Krishna's there. The boat can be right there. The life boy can be there. But unless Krishna's hand is there, you won't see the boy, you won't touch it. It can be two meters away. So that's Prahlad Maharaj's one of the gems that he, he takes back after Lord Nishimadev has given special blessing. And and the verse that's particularly in remembrance of that is that he says, in all humility, trying to understand how is it that Krishna, Lord Nishimadev gave me so much mercy. He says, now he says something that is repeated in many different places in the Bhagavatam. We hear it in the pastime of Dhammada, pastime, in the 10th canto of Bhagavatam. Now Brahmano, not exactly the same words, but now Brahmano, not Lord Brahma, not Shiva, nor the goddess of fortune. They didn't get the same mercy as Prahlad got. And in the, the Dhammada pastime, it's they didn't get the same mercy as Yashoda Maya. But in this pastime, it's, they didn't get the same mercy as Palad. Palad got the hand of the Lord on his head. That's Yame Pita Shirasi Padma Kara Prasada. He got the mercy of the, of the Lord's hand, Shirasi, on his head. So that is a very special um, blessing, special mercy that Prahlad carries with him and takes back. And now he's got this special mercy. He does not stay in that special world in the act two. He wants to give that mercy. Sometimes we think, well, I got the mercy, I've become Krishna conscious, I'm initiated, I'm signed up, I can't have Krishna, i four weeks. That's it. That's the beginning. Prabhupada said many times, that's the beginning of our Krishna consciousness. The other night we were here, and there was some really expert cooked, made, cooked the seven o'clock offering, right? With nice cakes and savouries and sweets and everything like that. We don't come so often at seven o'clock, so we don't know who are the good cooks and who aren't, but a lot of people know who they are, so they come here at seven o'clock. They say, okay, today's Wednesday, oops. Text message goes out, everybody's at the temple, seven o'clock, right? It's packed. They don't come for. So they all run upstairs. And um, they're waiting for the prasadam. Prasadam came in trays, like four trays, plates made up with cake and cream and gulab jamuns and kachoris and everything on the plates. 
And within three seconds, it was gone. And it was like, what happened? We're like, we're not used to that. We don't know what happens on Wednesday night. We're just like, oh, yeah, we'll go up for Prasad. We'll go and see what the Mahaprasad looks like. We got up there, four empty trays. <laughs> That's what the Mahaprasad looks like on Wednesday. Don't go there on Wednesday. But one devotee, he was preaching to some new people, some newcomers, and he felt very sad because the newcomers didn't get any Prasad. And he, he was trying to kind of get the devotees off, you know, wrestle them away, saying, oh, you go away, you know, and that he had a tray with four or five plates on him, and they were all, like, beating him up for these trays, plates. And they're thinking, oh, look, you know, he's so greedy, he's taking five plates home for himself and his wife. But he was grabbing the plates for these people that was preaching. And then I came up, and I came up with my wife, and then someone said, oh, you know, we should give something to, to Prabhuji, he just came up. Mother, I said, no, 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 it's okay, there's so many guests here like that. And um, I could see he was preaching for his guests, he was doing the right thing. Then he, then he texted me afterwards and he apologized and he was so, so, you know, humble in his apology. And, but he was actually doing the right thing. And um, we were quite surprised that the devotees did that. They just like swamped on this, like, seagulls at the, at the beach. <laughs> Ripped about this often, but the prasad is for for the for the devotees for sure. But first, we look out for guests. You know, guests who have come, they get number one priority. And children, of course, many of them were children. <laughs> so what can you say? But there was quite a few adults in there too, in in the um, scrum. <laughs> uh, so you know. Let's look after that. That's we go back into the world. We don't want to stay here in this special world. We want to take the special world back to the back to the so-called normal world where people can relate and they can't relate to that. That the road is fighting over that amazing seven o'clock prasad. Can't relate to that. They, we line up, we take prasad, we offer prasad properly. So the next thing that Prahlad says, and we've got two more to go. Beautiful verses. This is a Getting towards the end of his prayers, and his prayers are long, I, don't, I didn't count them, but there's maybe 50, 50 prayers in this section. Do you know? 50-something prayers. So here, um, this prayer and the next one are very closely related. I'll read both of them. The translation for 43. Oh, best of the great personalities, I am not at all afraid of material existence. For wherever I stay, I am fully absorbed in thoughts of your glories and activities. My concern is only for the fools and the rascals who are making elaborate plans for material happiness and maintaining their families, societies and countries. I'm simply concerned with love for them. This is Prahlad Maharaj's realization that he's not concerned for himself, he's concerned for others, devotees, who have been through this journey, we have compassion for the conditioned souls, doyam, sodidam. And the, the real compassion manifests in giving them the mahaprasad. The real compassion manifests in giving them the knowledge. Real compassion manifests in giving them association. Going back and giving them, and so that they too can start their journey and cro cross that first threshold into the special world. 
that we all experienced, everybody in this room experienced that, that leap of faith, that we said, yes, I want to be a devotee, I want to be a part of this special world. And we, all of us have experienced our trials and tribulations, everybody, allies and enemies, experience in Krishna consciousness, more so, some more so and some less so. And all of us have a mentor. That's the, that's the characteristic of this hero's journey, that there's a mentor, there's somebody who's directing us and encouraging us and inspiring us to take that leap of faith and to make a, a conviction, to, to develop a strong conviction in our Krishna consciousness lifestyle. And all of us have received a great blessing and boon. And I was thinking about what is my boon, what is my, my sword? that I received in this final act that I go back and that I can give to others. And personally, and I think for many devotees, it's Shiddha Prabhupada's books. That was something that, that you know, we receive as, as a great benediction, a great boon, Shiddha Prabhupada's books. And then receiving them and reading them practicing to live a lifestyle based on those books and then giving that opportunity to others is a great um, it's, it, that's how we go back back home, back to God that's how we go back into the so-called normal world and we represent Krishna the devotees, the parampara and in this final verse that I wanted to share with you today from Palau's prayers my dear Lord Nishigade and this purport is um, an amazing purport, and we'll read most of this purport. My dear Lord Nishingadev, I see that there are many saintly persons indeed, but they are interested only in their own deliverance, not caring for the big cities and towns like Melbourne. They go to the Himalayas or the forest to meditate with vows of silence, Monavata. They are not interested in delivering others. As for me, However, I do not wish to be liberated alone, leaving aside all those, these poor fools and rascals. I know that without Krishna consciousness, without taking shelter at your lotus feet, one cannot be happy. Therefore, I wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet. That's the conclusion, that's the journey. He wants to bring everybody back. That's going back with that knowledge, that special knowledge of Krishna consciousness and giving it to others. Nearly every sentence in this purport is, is, a, um, is important. This is the decision of the Vaishnava, the pure devotee of the Lord. For himself he has no problems, even if he has to stay in this material world, because his only business is to remain in Krishna consciousness. The Krishna conscious person can go even to hell and still be happy. Therefore, Paladmarav said, O best of the great personalities, I am not at all afraid of material existence. The pure devotee is never unhappy in any condition of life. This is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam 6, 17, 28. Where, where, um, the verse is The devotees can go anywhere, to the hellish planets, to the heavenly planets, wherever they are, they do Krishna's service. 
For devotee to be situated in the heavenly planets or being in the hellish planets are equal. And then I want to jump over to Prabhupada's purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. So the devotees has no such interest in going to meditate in the Himalayas or the forest. Rather, his interest is in the busiest part of the world where he teaches people Krishna consciousness. Devotees want to go to Shanghai and Beijing and, and Delhi and Mumbai. How many temples in Delhi? 16 temples in Delhi, 18 temples in Delhi. And more coming. Every day they add another temple to the, to the city. Rohini, Dwarka, you, you mentioned that they've got a temple, they're, they're building temples everywhere. And big temples, not preaching centers, I'm talking. Noida, talking big, big temples. What they call educational, cultural centers. So they're in busy cities where we can, we, we can meet maximum amount of people in these cities. And I'm looking, I'm looking at Devi Mataji who preaches a lot in Bangladesh and sometimes not in big cities but in, in huge towns or villages that can attract thousands of people. Right? Thousands and thousands of people come for these festivals and they walk for miles and they stay overnight and the next night too because there's no transport back home. They're walking on foot to come to these festivals in glorification of the Lord. So devotees are interested in his busy... One devotee, in the Prabhupada recollections, he said to Prabhupada, he wanted to be a brahmachari. And he was struggling a little with his ashram. And he said, Prabhupada, I think I'll go to Rishikesh. I think I'll go to Himalaya and do, do my bhajan chant Hare Krishna. And he said, Prabhupada turned around to him with tears in his eyes. And he said, please don't do that. Don't go to Rishikesh. Go to, you want to go to the cities, preach Krishna consciousness. That will be the best thing you can do for your ashram and your vana. The Krishna consciousness movement was started for this purpose, for preaching. We do not teach one to meditate in a secluded place just so that one may show that he has become very much advanced and may be proud of his so-called transcendental meditation, although he engages in all sorts of foolish materialistic activity. A Vaishnava like Prahlad Maharaj is not interested in such a bluff of spiritual advancements. Rather, he is interested in enlightening people in Krishna consciousness because that is the only way for them to become happy. Prahlad Maharaj says clearly, I know that without Krishna consciousness, without taking shelter of your lotus feet, one cannot be happy. One wanders within the universe life after life, but by the grace of a devotee, a servant of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one can get the clue to Krishna consciousness. And then, not only become happy in this world, but also return home back to Godhead. One can get the clue to Krishna consciousness. That's the mentor. Crossing the threshold, experiencing the trials and tribulations, and going back home, back to Godhead. We all have a hero's journey to engage in. And what an adventure Krishna consciousness is. What, a, what an adventure it's been for us all, and what adventures we still have 
in store. That is the real target in life. The members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement are not at all interested in so-called meditation in Himalayas or the forest, where one will make only a show of meditation. Nor are they interested in opening many schools for yoga and meditation in the cities. Rather, every member of the Krishna Consciousness Movement is interested in going door to door to try to convince people about the teachings of Bhagavad Gita as it is, the teachings of Vachetanya. That is the purpose of the Hare Krishna Movement. The members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement must be fully convinced that without Krishna, one cannot be happy. Thus, the Krishna Conscious person avoids all kinds of pseudo-spiritualists, transcendentalists, meditators, monists, philosophers, and philanthropists. Should have probably, probably kept going there with a few more. But that's where he finishes his amazing program. So I would like to finish there with um, a meditation that, or to, to summarize Prahlad's hero's journey, um, that with the understanding that the journey begins and ends with mercy. It begins and ends with the mercy of the, the mentor, the spiritual master. We have some, some vague understanding, some vague direction, some vague implication that we, we don't we don't exist we don't really exist here in the material world. This is not a place for happiness. It's not the sukhalaya. It's a dukkha. So then we get the mercy of the devotee. In some form or other we get the mercy through a book or through the association or through Pasadam. And we have to make that mercy available to others. Because everyone in this room, every child, every adult, every man, every woman, every senior citizen in this room has the capacity to be a mentor to somebody who hasn't got any Krishna consciousness or who's got a little bit of Krishna consciousness and to bring them up further in their journey, in their own personal journey in Krishna consciousness so that they can become happy and peaceful. And ultimately to receive that a hand of the Lord on our head, that is what the devotees are looking for. We want to get that that blessing of the Lord on the head. And that blessing of the Lord on the head comes from service, selfless service. The more we serve Krishna, the more we serve the Vaishnavas, the more we become convinced about the purpose of our life, then the more likely we are to attract that blessing of the Lord, to get Krishna's personal touch on our head. One time when Madhavisa Swam Prabhu, he finished a big Ratayatra festival, massive Ratayatra festival, I think it was here in Melbourne, and um, he didn't say in the proper recollection, so I was going to check in the Korn's book, but I'm pretty sure it was here in Melbourne, the big Ratayatra that finished up at the um, Fitzroy Gardens in the exhibition buildings. And they had a massive... You remember that, Matiti, that Ratayatra in Melbourne? Here it is. Sorry? Here in Europe, that's right. Um, so there was a big Ratayatra here, and Madhavisas went at the Prabhupada afterwards, and he, he, he was kneeling on his... He went to kneel down to Prabhupada. Prabhupada was in the car. Prabhupada was getting in the car going back from the program. And he said, Prabhupada, was everything okay? 
and Prabhupada put his hand on his head. And he said, Madhav Risa, it was first class. <laughs> so that is a, a blessing that we want to get from Shiva Prabhupada, from the devotees. And this Mike? But there's people on the that are watching. Micah, Sarvi Mataji is going to add something to this one. Later on, Maravisa had some difficulty and he actually went incognito a little bit. And um, the devotees criticized him a lot for what he'd done. And Prabhupada said, no, don't do this, or you will spoil any attempt for him to come back. And then when Prabhupada was leaving this world, he had many male disciples. And he said, where is my son? Where is my son? And the devotees were looking around the room, wondering which son he wanted. And he said, where is my son, Madhavisa? Yeah. 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 So he did so much. And Prabhupada really appreciated him. Yeah. I have to add something more to that. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Suri Mataji. And I remember Mother Visa Prabhu, who did so much here in the Australian Yatra. And um, he's, he is responsible for so, so much, you know, for everything, that, not everything, but for so much that we have here today, particularly in this temple, the opening of this temple in 1975, um, and the purchasing of this temple, etc., um, etc. Et but when Prabhupada was leaving his body, he had asked for, for the devotees before that, before he came back into Vrindavan, to, to bring Madhavisa back to Vrindavan. He was living in Hawaii. And so the devotees went to Hawaii. Was, they got a message in Hawaii that Prabhupada wants to meet you. And he had married. And he was waiting. He said, oh, I can come to Vrindavan after my first child is born. And um, so he ended up coming to Vrindavan with Sri Krishna Prabhu. And um, when he came to Vrindavan, he, he got to Delhi and he had some, he said his, head, his hair was a bit long. And so he went to a barber on the train station and had his head shaved, hair shaved and left the, the long seeker. And um, they took him, they, they went out to Vrindavan and they went straight to Prabhupada's rooms in Vrindavan. And they said, the Prabhupada announced, Prabhupada, Madhavisa Prabhu has arrived. And Prabhupada was very sick. And he sat, he sat up on his bed. And he hadn't sat up for many days. And um, he saw Madhavisa and he had a big smile on his face. And he said, Oh, Madhavisa has kept such a nice seeker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Prabhupada knowing full well that Mother Risa had long hair, and this was a, a long hair seeker. And uh, 
then he's, he said, Mother Lisa, why did you stay away so long? He said, oh, Prabhupada, I had a child. And he, he, and he said, where is your wife? You didn't bring your wife. And he said, no, Prabhupada, we just had a first child. And um, he said, Prabhupada, I, I named my child Abhaicharam. Is that okay? And Prabhupada said, that's very nice. So, Prabhupada blessed Madhav Vista so many times. And the famous one is at the end of the Premadwani in the, at the, um, in the exhibition buildings. And Prabhupada said, he went through the Premadwani ki jai ki jai and then he said, Madhav Vista Maharaj ki jai. So, we didn't read the pastime with all the Shemida appearing from the pillar. Tonight you have to go to the theatre for that. The theatre at 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock and you'll hear the amazing description, pastime. Lord Shemida will appear, and I heard he's appearing in person tonight. He'll appear. Polamaraj is appearing and I'm sure the Rani Kashyapu will be somewhere around. <laughs> Probably on the lap of Lord Shingadev. So you don't have to look far. Um, be there tonight. And there will be a class here tonight, of course, in the temple. And I'm pretty sure the devotee giving the class tonight will be reading from that section of the Bhagavatam. Where Lord Shingadev bursts out of the pillar, which is a favorite path, and a beautiful description in the Sanskrit of the seventh canto in the Bhagavatam. Any reflections, comments? Any sharing for the machine days? Pleasure? Yes? Mike, you can take the mic. mentioned that um, in one kalpa Lord Jagannath is Lord Narsingha Dev and vice versa how can you please explain more on that how that works that's a little technical question but um, every kalpa has a uh, I'm an avatar. And this kalpa that we're in is a Krishna avatar kalpa. Um, and there is Nishriya avatar kalpa. So I guess that, I shouldn't guess, I mean, but there is in the, I believe it's in the Yagu Bhagavatamrita. I'm not sure because I haven't read it all. But that's the quote that I, I heard from Gorgarinda Maharaj. That if you want to research that further, some of his disciples will be able to. Madhavananda Prabhu will definitely be able to tell you. Um, maybe Gopakur. But um, that's just the. It was in a class that he gave um, about Lord Shrivastava, and he he was making the point that in Jagannath Puri there's a strong connection with Lord Shrivastava. And she working in the temple. Um, the Nishiya's um, presence is there. And the Nishiya guy that he wanted is chanted 20,000 times um, for the reinstallation of the deity. 
and um, Krishna can be Krishna can take many forms. We know that he can he can have multiple manifestations, and so his devotees can have multiple manifestations. And and what what actually what I remember now what Maharaj said was that it's inconceivable to understand these um, truths. They're inconceivable to understand how Krishna's devotees can manifest and can enter into different devotees, shaktis. Um, said that he was talking about Kamsa, I remember. That Kamsa is the Paya avatar. He's the avatar of fear. And um, he's saying how you know, we have in different avatars, they manifest different potencies. But Lord Shrimadeva, Lord Chandra, and Lord Krishna are the full Purna, Sadguna um, avatars. Therefore, Krishna has the most, of course. He has his sweetness and his beauty and his flute playing and his leader. So I can't give much detail on that, where that comes from. Anything else? Yeah, bro. What about pastimes in the in the early days that we're doing Friday Saturday night Sagatan Harinam in, in King's Cross? Uh, it was it was uh, we're going back 1976. Anyway, it was a pretty hairy situation in which the devotees had, were doing it. It was dark. It must have been winter night or something, but it was dark, and, and the devotees had uh, gone down King's Cross the Harinam party. And in those days, it was pretty, pretty uh, airy. I mean, even the prostitutes on the top there, they were throwing their buckets onto us, you know. So it was kind of like, you know, pretty rough. Anyway, we were down at the end of King's Cross there, and then we got surrounded by some, some uh, pretty heavy guys. They were bikies. And they surrounded the whole party. And we were wondering what to do, you know. Actually, we couldn't do anything. We were surrounded by these guys, and they were out to actually get us. And uh, and then we chanted the Shingdei prayers. And somehow or other, it just melted. The, the whole, this, this crowd of thugs just melted away, and the party was able to just slice through them like, and continue on chanting. But if we hadn't... Uh, if we hadn't chatted the Shingadev Press, then I don't think there would have been a bloodbath. These guys were out to get us. They were they wanted to Saturday night entertainment with the Hare Krishnas. They were Waikichi, you know, they were pretty ferocious guys. And it was dark and, and uh, there was King's Cross. So right out of our element. And, uh, but uh, we took shelter in the Shingadev and, and uh, he just empowered them from within their hearts to just to step back and let us through. Hello. Shumide Bhagavan Ki. Shiva Prabhupada told the devotee, he, he taught the Nishimide prayers, told them that they should chant the Nishimide prayers first, I think in San Francisco Radhiatra. And um, there was riots in those days in the 60s, late 60s. There were a lot of riots, and um, you know, between blacks and the whites, there was a big, lot of tension. And um, 
Prabhupada was there one time in San Francisco and at Rati Elsha, and he was waiting to go there, and the devotee said, you can't come, Prabhupada, it's too dangerous. There's, you know, there's big riots happening in the streets, and it could, be, it could become very violent. And then Prabhupada told them that they should be chanting Vishnu Day prayers there. To chant before the, before the procession, Vishnu Day prayers, and chant after the procession. And they did. They chanted Vishnu Day prayers, and Lord Jagannath took off on the procession. And of course, we chanted, the devotees chanted Vishnu Day prayers for Prabhupada's protection when he was sick. Yes? Did you have any hand up? Okay, what's the mantra to get into the hall tonight? <laughs> Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. This is especially for the kids. Adults not allowed in anyway. Maybe if you chant the Shuka Vachra or something, you might get in. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Some of them are writing it down on their hand. <laughs> Even she's got a pencil and she's trying to write in the hand, engraving it in the hand with the pencil. <laughs> nice one. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Namaste Buddha Simhaya. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Sadhu Loka Vayapaha. Shingade Bhagavan Ki. And I saw some of the parents recording it so that they can give it to their kids. <laughs> it's in the prayers of a crew in the Bible time, if you want to look it up during the day. Vamanaya Namastagyam. Vamanaya Namastagyam Kantatribhuvanaya. We chant that every day, that's why I know it. Because it's a prayer to Nishingadev and the Lord Vamanadev. Shinishingadev Bhagavan Ki. Alad Maharaj Ki. Yeah. Prabhupada Ki. Yeah. 